welcome to One Size Does Not Fit All with Well Life Tribe. We're sponsored by Renourish. Renourish are delicious grab-and-go fresh soups in a pioneering, heatable, fully recyclable bottle. Renourish soups are plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free and packed with vitamins. Find them in all Waitrose stores. Hi and welcome to the Wildlife Tribe podcast, One Size Does Not Fit All with me, Kat, and today's co-host, Dina. Hello, good morning, just. How are you? I'm good, actually. Bank holiday, did you have a nice one? Yeah, we had a lovely one, actually. We went down to the south coast, Milford-on-Sea, and it's absolutely lovely, but heaving. Was it? Super busy, yeah. Did it just look like normal? No, it was busier than normal, I'm convinced. Um, I suppose people were, aren't going, people aren't on holiday, people aren't in Spain, people aren't in... No, they're, they're back, um, and I think with all this stuff, people just don't want to go anywhere, do they? They're too scared now. Um, I went to, um, I, I didn't go very far, actually, but I um, had a lot of family visiting last week, but also I went to Guildford yesterday, thought we'd go out for lunch, but it was the last day of that scheme, the oh, government yes, scheme. Yes. Oh, my God, <laughs> Packed. Big mistake. It was so packed. I was squeezing past people. I couldn't. And I looked at like we walked past a Wagamama's, and the queue was like literally going round oh the outside. Goodness. And I was like, I know it's fifty percent off, but I don't know about that. I'm not. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So no social distancing then. No. But we did go into a restaurant which nobody gone to, and they were offering the scheme actually. So I thought it's the only time I've ever taken advantage of it. So I thought I would. Go so for it. Was it. Quite well, we nice. completely missed it. Absolutely. For the whole month. Yeah, for the whole month. <laughs> what, with quarantine, we've completely missed it. So, yeah, we didn't really take advantage of that at all. But we're all getting excited now, aren't we? About well, the it is the back to school week. Um, lots of things coming out, really. Um, secondary kids wearing masks. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I don't know sure how I feel about that. I don't think it's right because it's a long day, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but again, it's another thing from the government because Scotland have obviously done it. You Scotland, know, yeah, um, you know, lots of uh, wondering how people are kind of feeling. That's big in the news at the moment, isn't it? About that, the mask wearing again. There was a protest at the weekend yes. in London, which yes. actually um, panel members, a couple of panel members yeah. attended. Yeah. All Very about peaceful. the masks. Very yeah. Peaceful. Very peaceful. So they don't really show it that much in the no. press, I don't think, because yeah. it is peaceful. Yeah. But it was quite a big turnout, actually, because I did see pictures. Massive, yeah, no, absolutely. But um, I think I'm mindful that whilst we're super excited about our kids going back to school, <laughs> and I really am. Uh, <laughs> You're not trying to contain that one at I'm all, are you? I'm not trying to contain that one. So apologies <laughs> to anyone who's like, you know, actually a bit anxious or whatever. But um, I think we also need to think about it from the teacher's point of view, don't we? Because all of a sudden they've got all these kids coming back in and you know they're known as the super spreaders aren't they yeah and I think you know it's been a real emotional roller coaster for teachers and the fact that when it all kicked off we weren't at school then they mm. had to go back to school and then you had key workers on the world like mm. it's been and now like it's meant to sort of almost be this sort of normal yeah. I hate saying new normal but that's what they're calling mm. it so we are lucky today because we have got a teacher as our guest but who is also now a coach for teachers and she's on our panel and I've had the privilege of talking to her many many times and I really like enjoy our conversation welcome Jess Jane hi <laughs> I'm so how excited to be here how are you good yeah really good thank you yeah I'm really excited to be here so thank you for having me on uh, do you want to just tell us tell us what it is that you do now 
Um, so I'm a health and wellness coach for stressed out teachers. I help them get their sparkle back inside the classroom and outside of the classroom as well. Um, yeah, really passionate about teacher well-being. And how did you come to do this? Because you, you are a teacher as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm still a teacher. I've been a teacher for eight years. I, during my teaching career, I've just really struggled with depression, anxiety, chronic stress, but I didn't know that at the time. I just thought that was life and how we should live. Um, yeah, so I battled with that for years and years, was signed off work three times with stress and depression until it got to a point a couple of years ago where it was just, I had a breakdown. I ended up in hospital with um, something called diverticulitis, which is really severe gut issues. And it was at that moment I thought, I just cannot carry on doing this anymore. Whatever is going on for me right now is not serving me. I'm making myself really, really ill. And I've just got to do something about it. And that's what led me on my kind of journey to self-love, self-healing, and found my holistic health and nutrition coaching course. And yeah, so that was that it led me to where I am now. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. I mean, we've known you for a while now, Jess, you've been on the panel for a bit um, yeah. and I've done other bits for you. And I, I think it's really admirable that you kind of um, help other teachers because of what you've been through. And I've certainly got a few teacher friends myself and they're always pretty stressed out. Um, yeah. But as a parent myself, you know, like um, it's kind of from what I can see from uh, parents as a whole in this kind of modern day parenting, it's it's a whole new ball game to when our parents parented yeah, us, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. And how do you think the teachers are feeling, or any of your clients you've got about the you know impending return to school? Yeah, it's quite a mixed bag, to be honest, um, because not everyone has actually gone back into school. I know there are still quite a few teachers who are going to be teaching online because of their own health issues. Um, some of them are pregnant, so they can't go back to school. So it's finding a ground where they are still involved in school, but from home, which is very difficult when everyone else has gone back. I suppose it's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of anxiety i know from my experience what i'm going through and speaking to clients and my friends i've got a lot of teacher friends it's just we don't know what is going to happen when we go back you know we've got all these government guidelines you were talking about the masks there were so many new guidelines to read up on it was just a lot to to prepare for your classrooms are totally different to how you usually have them and there's going to be a lot of anxiety in ourselves about like you're saying the, the PPE social distancing is going to be very hard particularly primary school teachers you know you can't just leave a five-year-old crying on the floor when they fell over you know clean yourself up you'll be all right you can't do that so well that was the headline this morning you know it was um a, a few teachers are scared of you know that there, the fact is there is going to be no social distancing mm. um and the fact is that um you know like everybody some people have been away this summer some people have been mm. you know here and there so it's a lot a lot yeah. to factor in i mean 
I would say that my kids have definitely had play dates all summer because mm -hmm. you're allowed to see up to a certain amount of people. Yeah. But again, what does that mean when they get to school with a bunch of new kids mm. who they haven't seen for ages, you know? And, and the other thing I keep thinking about is, will school be very stop-starty? What if someone in the bubble, you know, does contract um, the virus yeah. and then everyone in that bubble has got to yeah. have you know, yeah. isolate for two weeks. My goodness. So we could be in, out, in, out. Likewise, you know. Shake it all about. <laughs> <laughs> Shake it all about, <laughs> indeed. So what, yeah. what sort of things will you be doing to sort of counteract your anxiety? And what sort of things do you recommend to your clients? For me personally, I, I mean, it's, I always say it's like a big jigsaw. So you've got these little pieces that create a bigger picture. Um, so you can't just have one piece of the jigsaw and expect to have a beautiful, lovely picture. You've got to have lots of little pieces to create the whole overall health and well-being mm -hmm. picture. Um, so, I, you know, I do a lot of different things and it will start literally first thing in the morning, you know, diffusing my uplifting essential oils, gratitude journaling, um, looking at my vision board, visualizing my day, setting an intention for how I want my day to go, exercising, food, drinking water. I mean, the, it's just, there is a lot to do. And I feel like sometimes it can be overwhelming for people to think about all these different things we've got to do to look after ourselves. But, you know, they don't have to be big things. You don't have to book a spa day and have an hour long bath you know it's just little snippets of time here and there that are just for you so if there is something you love doing then that is part of your self-care routine to to look after your mental health and to ease your anxiety um a big thing for me though i would definitely say is exercising that has been my game changer during this time in lockdown absolutely and exactly. I feel like, but you're not doing it as much before no I was, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I was the teacher going, I haven't got enough time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say that. Um, just dropping all your friends in it now. <laughs> yeah, and myself. But I genuinely thought before that exercise had to be something strenuous every day. And during this time, I mean, it's been six months I haven't been in school. Oh my goodness. Six months of lockdown, it's made me realise that exercise doesn't have to be a 5k run or a 30 minute hit session every day. It can be just going for a walk, doing some yoga, you know, just bearing it up a little bit and listening to your body. What does it need? What does it want from you? So, um, you know, I like to mix it up a bit. One day I'll do a hit session. I started kickboxing as well. That's open back up. So I'm really excited to get back and doing that. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, moving your body is such a great way. It's a real stress reliever, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, definitely. Sort of Realise again when you start exercising again how much you miss it almost I think yeah that's really yeah. important yeah yeah do, do you ever uh, meditate Jess for anxiety yeah I really notice when I let it slip as well mm. um I don't spend a lot of time doing it I'd probably say I don't know maybe five to ten minutes a day so it's not a lot really um I like to do it in the morning um, 
as part of that morning ritual, this routine that I've created. Um, and then again, before bed. So those are my kind of two times of day, morning and night. But then I have been known <laughs> during stressful times in the classroom going, oh, I'm, ju I'm just popping to the toilet. <laughs> and I'll go and lock myself in the toilet just for a minute or two to just kind of, I suppose yeah. it's meditate, but do like a little breathing technique mm. and just bring me back down to earth a little bit. And there's no shame in doing that. <laughs> what do you say now to teachers though? You say, look, this all sounds very good, but I don't have enough time. It is a really busy job. How am I going to fit this all in? As you've been there, how do you advise yeah. them of that? Yeah. The biggest thing for me was realizing what I value in life. And yeah. when you realize what is important to you and you don't make time for it, I feel like that's a big <coughs> stomach. Mm. So for me, um, you know, my health and my family were really important to me, but I wasn't making time for them because I was too busy in work. And once I realized I wasn't making time for that, it really upset me. So, you know, if you value your health, if you value your, I don't know, whatever is going on in your life, whatever is important to you, make time in the diary for it. And it's hard to do at first. Mm but you're more likely to make the time to do it when you're planning ahead and looking at your diary. Um, even if it's just 10 minutes here and there planning something just for you. And yeah, if it feels good, make time for it. Carry on with it. Yeah. I mean, some people really struggle with that. I suppose they're so yeah. busy, like, you know, going like that on the, on the treadmill. So kind of yeah. That they just the work, can't. Yeah. The workload will never end in teaching. Mm it's not going to get any easier. And I feel like I know for myself, I was literally just waiting for someone to come along and save me and be like, we'll just cut all this workload and it will make things better for you. No one's going to do that. No. And actually, I think because of this whole thing, I think it's probably, well, yeah, I think it's going to get worse, you know, lots more tick boxes and this yeah. and the other, you know, children catching up. What are you doing for so-and-so? How much progress are they making? You know, it's going to be a lot of hard work. Mm. Mm. But what you can focus on is looking after you and um, building your resilience. So when, you know, a storm does arrive, because it will arrive in teaching, there will be something, you're, you're prepared for it. Mm. what are you expecting in terms of the first thing you know a lot of parents are going to come in and say what are the first things you're going to have to tackle from parents do you think their own anxieties and their children's worries and fears I think that's going to be a big thing um you know some of these children haven't been in school for six months like when you were talking about happy you're happy for your children to go back to school and I'm you know I think it's great I think from science and data it does show that children are less likely to get severely ill from it so yes let's mm. send them back to school mm. and get things back to normal as such but I do normal well the yeah. new normal as we say <laughs> yeah the new yeah. normal as we say um but I do think a lot of a lot of the parents will carry anxiety about mm. their children getting ill, passing it on to them and things like that. And I think it's being conscious of, I mean, I don't have children myself, but being conscious of carrying that anxiety and the overwhelm and not 
putting it on to your children as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're in even more of an interesting situation. So sometimes I do feel a bit bad that I'm going, I can't wait for her to get back to school because my daughter's actually starting a new school. So, you know, couldn't be worse timing, really. Mm. Not met the teacher, doesn't actually even know the school as such. But you can't take her in either, can you? can't take her in. Um, I have actually emailed to see whether I could drop her in because I know that she lacks confidence about you know yeah. meeting new people and so i'm expecting uh, you know i am expecting it to be quite difficult actually and yeah. doubly difficult because of the situation you know that we're in but mm. i think you're right i think um i think i do feel sorry for teachers i really do and i have a teacher friend and i saw a post of hers on facebook and it was something along, along the lines of parents please be kind you know it was kind of like ready for the start because because I'm yeah. sure teachers are anticipating you know oh my goodness the the levels of everything are going to be heightened yeah. and other parents are going to be paranoid if another child is sent into school and they've got some sniffles or something you know there's going to be a lot of yeah. um, anxiety around things that aren't necessarily the virus but you know, well, we're hitting winter, aren't we? Mm. Not that long to go. And actually, yeah. it's blue freezing. I, know. <laughs> I have to say it like. It's almost like Christmas. what? Um, although I do like it for sleeping. Sorry to change the subject. But um, in terms of the winter is going to scare people, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Because everybody gets a cold. Um, yeah. And I think, but uh, schools are going to be doing their temperature checks and all that kind of stuff. Are anyway. they? Well, our schools are, we've been told. Yeah, They're going to be stood with a thermometer taking some of the kids temperatures they did that when yeah. my, my son's year six so he went back for a, a couple of weeks before mm. we broke up for summer and they did do temperature right. checks then so you yeah i don't yeah. know if that is in the government guidelines for every school i have seen it but um i mean each school is is so different when i'm speaking to different teachers about what their school is doing and what's being put in place everyone i've spoken to it's different yeah, it's all it's about really the bubbles though isn't it yeah yeah how do you keep that how are they going to keep that it's the way it's i hard, see it, it is yeah staggered starts mm, yeah. break time lunch times finishes um yeah that's the only way i can kind of visualize mm. how it's going to work other than that i mean i know there's going to be a, a heck of a lot of cleaning involved for teachers as mm. well mm washing hands oh, oh yeah no you got well you, <laughs> gosh, yeah. it's, it's gonna be different because i think if i'm honest as a parent i haven't really gone away this holiday so we've sort of got used to it been around um and we've probably got a little bit relaxed around ourselves mm. do you know what i mean whereas mm. when this all first started happening we were like quickly 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 yeah. Yeah. and we all like wash your hands when you went to the bathroom wash your hands when you you know didn't yeah. um and then obviously if we're going out into public places they'll do a bit of hand sanitizer, mm. but we haven't been as over the top as we were. Yeah, it's almost like you're in a bit of a bubble ourselves, not that kind of bubble, but a different bubble. And you can yeah. almost sort of forget that there is yeah. there is something out there. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. for me as a parent, I haven't made a massive deal about them going back. I'm just like, mm. everybody, you go back on Thursday, do a little dance in the corner. <laughs> they're just as bored as i not we're not bored of each other but we do need to have some sort of structure. yeah you need your own space and it's it's a part of your identity as well isn't it you know having yeah. your friendships and this that and the other it's part of you 
So yeah, I totally get that. I, I think, what do you think about the whole secondary school and the mask wearing? <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, so it's quite interesting. Like I put my health and wellness coach hat on and I'm like, yeah, I, I can see why the government are doing this. You know, we need to, to protect ourselves and look after our children and things that like that. But then another side of me as well is like, well, actually, if the children are less likely to be seriously ill from it and they're our future, then surely it sounds awful, but we need them to catch the virus, to create an immunity to it so we can maybe move on from this and see an end. Because mm. part of me is like, well, when is this going to end? Like, is it years from now? Is it going to be a vaccination? Is it like... I don't know. No. So, but then, then mixed, yeah. isn't it? because I think like the only time I really wear a mask is obviously to go to the supermarket, but I'm not yeah. in there that long and I don't like yeah. it. And that's yeah. half an hour, but they're expected yeah. to wear it all day long. Yeah. And I just think that's too long. Yeah. yeah. Obviously it's not irresponsibly saying that I don't want people, you know, I don't, I don't mm. want people to be safe, but I don't know. It just seems like an awful long time for them to be putting a mask on yeah. all day mm. in a classroom. <laughs> I didn't realise it was all day. The way I read the... Um, I thought it was when they came out, they could take it off when they're out, but oh. people are asking them to wear it. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, it's, it's different it's, things again, isn't yeah. it? And it's all a bit unclear, if, yeah. if but, you know, I think it's it's just tricky, isn't it? Yeah. The whole school thing is tricky, and I think yeah. that's what parents will be worried about. Although, having had an experience of going back to school in between... Mm you worry about it in the first couple of days like new school because mm -hmm. like, it's something new but actually once they were into the yeah. swing of it it was mm. okay and yeah. they were so i remember my son was so happy to be back I can imagine. Oh. you know yeah. it's just like my friends i want my friends yeah. it's not about the schoolwork it was about yeah. my friends they want to see yeah. them they want to see their mates don't they yeah. it's the stimulation yeah. as well isn't it there's no way on this earth i can stimulate my daughter like school does you know and yeah. she's really tired after a day at school and like a day at home she's not she's not <laughs> you know she's just sort of bored she's eating more it's you know there's so many and you know and i do think she got depressed in a child kind of way and you know didn't really want to do anything didn't want to go out you know but she's an only child isn't she's she she's an only child so yeah and more challenging being mm. at home you know with their boring parents so <laughs> um <laughs> as much as she's nervous and you know probably anxious about going back to school it, it will be the best it will be the best thing for her without yeah her yeah. yeah i yeah i'm all for children going back to school i think it's going to be great for their emotional well um health and well-being their friendships you know and just getting outside again and mm. running riot you know because i'm thinking i know a lot of parents will be wanting to do the best for their children they will be taking them out and going for walks and riding bikes and things but i can't help but think there are going to be other children out there who are literally might just be sitting on the playstation mm. and Mm. that's it and yeah. yeah well there's a you know there's a percentage of children who don't have a very good time at home and school was yeah. their escapism yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. those are the children that do really need to get back yeah. to school yeah and I think I think that's another worry as well from teachers is what are we going back into um what are these children you know going to talk to us about you know getting social services involved oh, yeah. a, lot, a lot of issues I feel like that's 
that's another worry for teachers is hearing what yeah. what might have happened during those those months not in school yeah of course yeah. that angle of it so actually almost almost more of a sort of social yeah. care and responsibility aspect mm. for teachers as well yeah that will be that will be difficult won't it yeah because a lot more kids got taken into care yeah. there was a high percentage that were taken into care because then they realized that families couldn't look after them um you know and a lot of the people who bring forward or talk about going back to school are the people who are at home with children and doing stuff mm. with them but they're the ones who are bringing up and we forget that actually mm. if you're in a home that isn't as caring at that, that that's the people that need the most care yeah. isn't it do you know what i mean yeah. so yeah i mean in terms of um parents and teachers you know obviously mine go back on thursday um like most people mm. wednesday thursday some people have gone back today when do you go back yeah. in jess uh i don't know yet i'm gonna <laughs> wait for wait for the call to go back in from the supply agency so we will oh, see um, but most of your friends are back in this week aren't they and your clients yeah some people have gone back children in today yeah. um some people have gone back today for training day kids in tomorrow so yeah it varies really i know some people are not in till next week so we've got another week off <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all the staggered start times isn't it um, yeah. as in days day times as in the days they start will be yeah. staggered as well as the start times yeah. I'm, I'm actually quite stressed about that i don't know about anyone else but i struggle to get to school on time at the best <laughs> and, that's, and i can vouch for it because i drive past her <laughs> after i've dropped my kids off i see dean in his car coming towards me <laughs> the latest start time than you oh, i did but of course now i've got like this it feels like i've got this tiny 10 minute window to yeah get her to school what happens if i um if i'm late and i break my window am i you know i'm not going to be able to drop her off and no. that's the other thing also the whole um you know with my daughter who's very young in her year she'll she'll want me to go in she'd want me to go in with yeah. her i'm not going to be allowed to go in or anything I mean, I probably won't be able to peel her off me on Thursday at drop-off time. It's going to be one of those uh, difficult mornings. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hard anyway. Um, from experience of working with, like, reception, year one and two, you know, yeah. those children who are anxious and worried and don't want to leave mum, don't want to come into school it's so difficult it's really really it's heart-wrenching it really is and you're kind of like taking them away and they're just yeah. screaming and crying so I'm thinking what's it going to be like now yeah what is it going to be like so if you've got a child out there who is crying and that you, yeah. can you not touch them you can't What's the rule? I don't understand. I don't know. You'd have to, though, really. If this child is, because that's what normally they always say, teachers normally go, just go home, mum, because yeah. once you're in, they're yeah. fine. But what that's usually them coaxing them around, giving them a little cuddle and getting yeah, them to go. Yeah, totally. Is that gone now? I hope not. I, I, really, know, really, I know we should. It must be in some way, mustn't I it? Suppose, strictly speaking, it should be uh, not done, but yeah, that's, that's a big ask, isn't it, of a teacher? Not well, there. you've got brand new kids going mm. in, haven't you? Mm. Like kids who've Reception. never been school starting. Yeah. Um, you know, you're you've got a child going to another year the, three, the next yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. My my son's okay. He's going back to his school and he's quite happy about it. But he's going to be twelve. Yeah. You know, he's you yeah. know. My my daughter is actually starting a brand new school. 
Yeah. Um, but she's also nine, so she's not really yeah. that bothered about it, really. Ooh. I think she's quite happy to go to a new school. So we did that change in lockdown, actually. We decided that the school that she was at just didn't suit her. So we took a plunge and, you know, and doing, doing a couple of life changing things, but just getting her to a new school. Mm. But there are those, there's going to be a lot of nervous kids, isn't there? Yeah. But not nervous for the reasons of COVID, nervous yeah. for the reasons of going to a new yes, environment. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not yeah. really going to be the same, is it? Because it's yeah. so, so structured. I mean, even yeah. for my daughter, we got the letter of saying, "Take her to the car park." Mm. <laughs> Teachers are coming to collect them from the car park, and you're like, "Okay, you know that's strange, but yeah. okay." Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's the thing, isn't it? Parents won't be allowed to go anywhere near the schools, which teachers are probably, they probably set that up themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gone, yeah, let's add that one in. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they're still emailed, Jess. <laughs> You'll all get bombarded by emails. From oh, parents, so. <laughs> I wonder, actually, though, because I do think at some point school has got very laden with parents constantly on teachers oh, back yeah. and i'm hoping and i'm guessing you're hoping that this is going to change what do you think no yeah. worse what do we think you know Hot are there going to be the parents who are going to really like i mean i've seen it at our own yeah. schools where parents are emailing every day you know yeah. you know whether we like it or not you've got people who are like that haven't you mm, yeah yeah i think part of me is like I feel like it could get worse, mm. you know, they've spent so long with their children and um, if they're anxious, then that, you know, leads on to their children and the children will show anxiety and it's like, make sure they've got this, make sure they've got that mm. and do this and do that. And then the other side of me is hoping that there's going to be kindness and compassion and understanding that teachers are going through their own fears and worries, you know, they've, might have lost someone to the virus they might have be getting over the virus you don't really know what's going on um but we're all in the same boat aren't we we've just got to but it's that kind of analogy again like so if you were a nurse and we were suddenly sending loads of people into the hospital and um, people would be up in arms about it wouldn't they? it wouldn't mm. be the same and then mm. but we're sending a load of kids back in with teachers, teachers. who are you know key workers essentially yeah. And nobody's, everybody's like, no, we're happy to yeah, <laughs> take, yeah. take it all, you know. Yeah. So if you look at it in, if you, the same situation, yeah. but in that, you would be feeling really sorry for the nurses, wouldn't you? Yeah, You'd be yeah. like, oh my God, yeah. poor nurses. Yeah. But is anybody saying that about teachers? Not yeah. that I know of. I mean, it, I, I do remember before um you know summer holidays started people were going oh why aren't they running schools over the over the summer they've missed so much you know they've missed so much schooling why why can't the teach? i mean hello <laughs> these poor teachers have also a they've not necessarily been off on furlough they they loads of them were at work anyway lots yeah. of them have their own families so why expect you know why expect them to work over the summer yeah. um, when they've actually yeah. been trying to keep going up to this point as it was so yeah, yeah. no I, I, I don't know why there's not so much sympathy for teachers I think people have got this antiquated view that um it's an easy job <laughs> they get long I know Jesse and I, I know <laughs> I know I know I can hear but do you don't you think that will change though because of the time that we've had the kids at home because I'm thinking mm. when when they first oh, had yes. to homeschool yeah. people were yeah. like uh suddenly mm. felt really mm. sorry for teachers mm. because yeah. holy hell homeschooling mm. yeah. is, you know, mm. 
nobody yeah. kids bringing the kids around to doing anything was yeah. really hard yeah and that's when suddenly people had a bit of sympathy for, yeah but i don't want people to forget that yeah because it was I hard they will. i bet they will Short yeah. periods and all that, but no. Hopefully, they will see that it's not just nine till three. Like you've got to get things prepared, resources, plans made. You know all that kind of stuff that you wouldn't see in the classroom. It's just in the background, but it's got to be done. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think when it was an eye opener for me when I got involved um, with the um, primary school that my daughter was at. Um, in the first couple of years, I real eye opener for me the amount of work, you know. And I know that that the head um, was at work till ten o'clock most nights mm -hmm. during the sort of the COVID all the guidelines coming out because as you say there were so many different documents flying around and that you know you had to pour through them she had to pour through them and, and understand what it all meant and so you know but but even before then I I was kind of like geez yeah these guys these guys work a lot you know their, their days are it's not finishing at half past three four o'clock it's mm -hmm. more like six half six you know um, so yes, I feel your pain, Jess. I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> but I think also as well, people used to be a bit mean because they were looking at your holidays. Yeah, you know, yeah. and they were like, you "Well, they have six yeah, weeks you need off." Them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was you saying, really I think the last time I spoke to Jess, that's like if somebody <laughs> bought. 23 children to me for the day i'd be like uh, i don't think so <laughs> i need a year off <laughs> i think i had funny. like three kids over the other day on top of my two kids and i was already like Ooh. um but it is that sort of thing isn't it and i think i think maybe somewhere the universe has made us have a bit of a taste of our own medicine after giving teachers a hard time and kind of gone <laughs> what it's like to have your kids at home. and that's only your own kids 24 7 and that yeah. found that quite stressful yeah. the whole homeschooling with computers was quite stressful you know like or, yeah. or not people were getting piles of paperwork that they had to yeah. do you know all of that was quite stressful for parents yeah. wasn't yeah. it yeah so maybe hopefully they will retain that sort of sense of appreciation for teaching and for the record Jess I have never given a teacher a hard time so <laughs> I'm not one of those that's no. nice to hear <laughs> no but you do know people who would have done that wouldn't oh, you um yes <laughs> Just like, but you know, I think I think it's people's panic, people's different personalities as well about how they can yeah. cope. You know, um, I and think stress can do awful things to you. Yeah, yeah, and I think we were all sort of managing our own sort of fears, and you're trying to protect yeah. the children. Then you're not, you're not. Nobody's yeah. used to teaching their children, are they? And then, um, but I think everybody is very happy to hand them back over to be taught by somebody else because you know, at the end of the day. I'd, I don't think I, I, I've certainly not, I'm not a very good home teacher. Uh, we got some bits done. I was still, I think when I met up with other parents, I'm like, oh no, we had a really good flow going. Mm. We got to the timetable and I was like, oh my God, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's always those parents that make you feel like your child is the most disobedient. And, yeah, uh, that wasn't know. certainly not us. But also I took it as a time really though to have some time with them. Yeah. Give them a bit of a break actually to do yeah. things. I think mostly giving myself a break, but giving them a break to, you know, we've done a few things and we are edging towards schools. They have been doing a little bit of reading every day and little things just to sort of get their mind up but I don't think you have to go crazy do you because they're about to go no. to school and do it all anyway yeah. aren't they and actually they will have been doing a load of life skills with you that mm. yeah probably wouldn't have necessarily done while they were in school you know and oh yeah mine were like that. cleaning the bathrooms they were <laughs> baking cookies I mean I was like 
I'm not doing this all by myself. If we're all going to be in here 24-7, you can all have a go at this. So yeah. I can vouch for that. I've got a picture of Kat's son cleaning the toilet. <laughs> but it's what I'm meant to do. You know, like, I was like, you can take, participate in some yeah. of this. You know, like, because I was working also. And I just think that, you know, my husband's working. Yeah. Yeah. We all have to, everybody, it was at that point. Because otherwise, not to be funny, it is always left with the mum yeah. to do. Yeah. And it's just like, hold on, this is a what book did we get this out of because yeah. i didn't see that book you know yeah um so they did i have to say mine were quite good not all the time but periods of time when we need, really needed help i did get them and it was all that pocket money like look. yeah bribing yeah yeah <laughs> dishes they are very good now and like after every meal they will put everything away that they know what their job is now yeah. oh good um but that has come out of lockdown yeah. more than anything yeah. you know they were we had it to a little tea to a point but you know and I can do good they do do reading my daughter likes reading stuff but there is things that I can't do that they do need to go back to school mm, for you know you know I can only take my math so far <laughs> a 12 year old's math now I'm like geez did I do that you know no, no. I don't think so <laughs> do it a different way yeah so, I'm a primary school teacher <laughs> <laughs> some of it's really hard actually and even when yeah. he had homeschooling and he was asking questions I couldn't answer yeah quite a lot of them I was like Google, Google. hold on you know um but that is why we as well we need to get them back and I think children themselves need to go back and I think we need some normality don't we yeah what yeah. I worry about is that it will come crashing down because winter kicks in yeah, and then we all get locked too. in again do yeah yeah, um, I, I feel the that's same. Probably what's in everybody's mind, isn't it? Yeah, because actually, yeah. In time, if you think of the timing, you know, we what we went into lockdown twenty third of March, we actually had some lovely mm -hmm. weather, didn't we? So, yeah. um, actually, timing wise, it sounds terrible to say, but you know, it could have been worse. Um, at least it was over the summer months. But yeah, we're now coming into the colder months. It's supposed yeah. to be like the colder um, climate, yeah. and so yeah. Let's yeah. take a vaccine. That's all. Uh, that's all I can say. For me, I know I've just got to focus on my own health. You know, making sure I'm exercising, eating nutritious food, looking after my body to support my immune system. And you know, we've just got to take each day as it comes. And if it happens, it happens. But let's try not to to think. Oh, what if? What if? What yeah. if? Yeah, absolutely. Very true. Actually, very true. It's quite scary. Your brain goes away, doesn't it? It's yeah. out of control. Yeah. Welcome to One Size Does Not Fit All with Well Life Tribe. We're sponsored by Renourish. Renourish are delicious grab-and-go fresh soups in a pioneering, heatable, fully recyclable bottle. Renourish soups are plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and packed with vitamins. Find them in all Waitrose stores. So Jess, what's a typical um, what's a typical daily um, diet for you? I hate using the word diet, but what's your typical yeah you that nutrition there? Yeah, yeah. So usually I like to start the day off with a smoothie, um, a nice banana, oats, peanut butter smoothie. You know, Ooh. good carbs and fats keeps you full as well yeah. because you've got really good vitamins and minerals and fats in there. And then it depends really it depends on the time of the month as well you know oh, yeah. Yeah. you know that time of the month i'm like carbs just yeah. give me carbs sugar um but it's just finding 
lots of colour really that's what I like to say to people something that looks really nice and colourful is going to be great for you um you know don't get me wrong I still love to have a takeaway you know I'm not saying don't eat cake and don't eat takeaway if you want to eat it eat it but it's moderation moderation yeah you know and life's too short eat the cake <laughs> but just don't eat it every day don't eat it every day yeah, <laughs> yeah. exercise your butt off afterwards <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I think you shouldn't like, yeah, like you say, you shouldn't sort of deprive yourself, but you should be conscious to yeah, try and eat yeah. sweet and a bit more nutritious. Mm. I think, yeah. uh, you know, as well for people going to work as well to try and sort of help their immunity and all that sort of mm. stuff, you know, is, it is more important than ever now to eat really well, isn't it? I think yeah. that's the problem with this country. Sometimes it's just waiting for a little magic pill to take care of everything, but actually you have responsibility to take care of yourself, don't you? Yeah, yeah, um, And true. I think, you know, teachers really, you know, what can they eat instead of eating the biscuit tin at, you know, mm. tea time and stuff? What, what, what would you say they can replace with that? So for me, I love preparing ahead, like on a Sunday, you know, um, sliced peppers, some hummus, carrot sticks. Um, you can make your own little oat cookies, mm. peanut cookies, things like that, which are still going to satisfy that craving of a little something sweet. Um, dark chocolate. Oh my, dark chocolate is amazing. So good for you. What's your favourite? Um, oh, I've just had this new one. Um, I can't, is it green and blacks? 85% cacao. Yeah. And it's got vanilla in it. It is divine. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, dark chocolates and nuts and seeds, just having little things like that ready. Yeah. I prepare it all on a Sunday, having it ready each day, take it to work with you. But, you know, keep it in your drawers as well. Mm. That, you know, little nibble here and there whenever you want it. Which drawers um, are you keeping it in, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> don't start a new fad there <laughs> they're big enough <laughs> sorry that's all right <laughs> you're like i don't know what i'm talking about now um no but yeah so they can do something to get the snack attacks also i think women in general use sweet things to reward themselves with don't they and that is yeah. really what the habit we've got to try and break yeah um, yeah and, and teachers especially because i think if you've had a whole rant of people come at you all day long mm. um plus looking after 20 odd children mm. you know try not to reward yourself with too many sweet treats go do a run or something else you know some yeah. other routine yeah it's finding another way of rewarding yourself because we do and i think a lot of um you know sales and marketing when you watch tv it's like you know eat when you're happy and you eat when you're sad and it's it's pro almost programmed us to, mm. to think when we're happy we'll, we'll go and eat and mm. when i'm sad and depressed or whatever i want to go eat. And eat ice cream yeah, yeah. you know yeah. so it's, it's finding something else to reward yourself with like you said mm. it might be buying yourself a new book or mm. um, having a bath i don't know mm. whatever whatever it is but you know as teachers i feel like we're always stressed and we're always tired. So it's like, well, I'm tired, so I need sugar to boost my energy to get through the day. And and yeah, I've got okay, another cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Cup of coffee. I mean, I used to drink about eight cups of coffee a day. Blimey. Yeah. Did you ever sleep? Like, no. 
not very poorly mm. and now because of everything that went on with my stomach I can only drink one caffeinated drink a day mm. um and it's crazy to think I lived like that but yeah a lot of people do mm. actually and I talk about caffeine I've actually just gone to decaf on a coffee now even the one in the morning have you yeah mm. just because I was getting to like my three o'clock sometimes and going I need another mm. hit yeah. of something mm. you know um, and I want to get out of that habit, actually, because it is a bad habit. Um, and I think parents, going on to the teachers, but parents as well, because I have a thing about before I send the kids to school, I try to send them to school with something good in their stomach. Because mm. I think we should also think about that as well, because a lot of, fa- a lot of schools are doing packed lunches, aren't mm. they now? So they're yeah. going to get a different type of lunch. Mm. So I think as a parent, I don't know about you, I try to make something quite nutritious before mm. they leave the house just so that I know that they have eaten something yeah. well and I, I've, wit- I've witnessed to that because you know kids often get to school and they they don't want to eat everything that's put in front of them yeah so do you would you cook something would you actually cook yeah but I'm being as I'm a morning person mm. I do like to get up and my school journey is about to be even earlier yeah but yeah no I'm into getting like fats my kids eat avocados mm. and stuff like that as well but like yeah. I try and give them something pretty sort of healthy that would take them egg and avocado yeah, so, yeah. you know something which is a bit more that will carry them through yeah. i think as well you know give them and make sure they're getting a bit of fruit and mm. you know whatever i think you know that's our responsibility as well we mm. shouldn't just put it on like school because they're there all day we can't see what kids have can, can we you know um and we can't control that side of it but we can control what they mm. have for breakfast mm. and also for when they're coming home also actually and I say that on the fact that when my my son went to another school previously he actually had quite a lot of sugar at school um and then what a lot of people do they wait in the car for the kids to come and they're they're handing them another sugar you know like here you go treat well done for going to school all day and then handing them a chocolate bar you're like that that, that can't be right yeah and then he'd be in the car going I'll be like what did you have today and he'll go oh I had a chocolate muffin at 10 (laughs) o'clock And then I had my lunch and then we had a pudding. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, hold on a minute. Yeah. You know, like on a regular day, you wouldn't do this at home, would you? Yeah. Then he's just had three treats because I've been in a car handing him a brunch bar or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. You know what I mean? And it's just like, okay, I'm going to have to stop doing that part. And I think as yeah. parents, we have to think about that too. But although I know it's going to be different at some point, I'm assuming it's going to go back to normal on the catering at school. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they're still doing school lunches at... Um... At your school, yeah, yeah. The new one, yeah, yeah. You can choose packed lunches, obviously, but um, they're doing school lunches. So, yeah. I, I was thinking about that as well. I was thinking, oh my goodness, you know, we're talking about. Sorry to go back to virus land, really, but if we, you know, we were talking about someone in the bubble, bubble um, having symptoms or contracting the virus. You know, what if catering staff? You know, what do they do mm. then? If like a member of staff who's across. Yeah, you know, you know, is that the Jess whole... is saying you can't say what if? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, shush now, shush now, dear. see Jess. I listen. That's all that matters. It's so easily done, though, isn't it? Yeah, so that's an inner anxiety and worry. Yeah. And um, for me, a great thing that I do when I'm feeling like that is when my brain goes, "What if? What if? What if?" I just write it all down. Yeah, um, yeah, and then try and think of a way that. I can possibly control it, you yeah. know, and or a positive to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, yeah. Even, just, even the act of writing it down sort of helps, doesn't it? Kind of yeah. get it out rather than and internalize it. So, yeah. I like the way you say that walking to school is a good way to relieve anxiety. And there are yeah. some people who can do that. I mean, mm. 
I can't do that with mine because they're too far away school-wise. Mm. What would you suggest if you can't walk to school? Um, if you can't walk to school and you do have to drive or get the bus, um, I would suggest, to be fair, if you've got the bus, usually you do have to have a little bit of a walk to the school, yeah. depending on where it is. But, you know, if you are driving to school, maybe just park around the mm. block or, you know, a few minutes away and then just walk the rest of it. And um, it's a great opportunity for you to relieve your anxiety and with your child as well, releasing those feel good hormones in both of you. So, you know, your child will then go into school, hopefully feeling a lot more calmer and happier and ready to start the day as well. Yeah, and it's trying not to put your anxieties on them as well, isn't it? Because you need yeah. them. They're the ones that are going into the building, aren't they? So it's not like trying, probably guessing, just not talking about it too much. To well, them. It's, I think that's an interesting one because it's one that I struggle with a little bit because there's a balance here, isn't there, about being empathetic and mm. and not brushing off how your child is feeling um, and showing them that you do understand and but not kind of, um, you know, like you say, not um, exacerbating it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually struggle with that one with my daughter because, you know, she's very sensitive sometimes. And if she thinks that no one's believing her or, you know, they're yeah. disagreeing with how she's feeling, she gets upset. Mm. And I get that, you know, I do understand that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. But you have just reminded me about parking further away from school. So I am going to do that one so that we get a walk together. Yeah, you've got to make time for it though, Dina. I, thank you. For, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be setting my alarm earlier. Yeah, Jess was listening to you. Um, I don't want you to be too late for school, Dina. <laughs> Come on, Bethany. 25 minutes late now because we're walking around the corner. <laughs> we've got to run that'll release some feel-good hormones <laughs> so I think you know it's just a case of you know for anybody that's listening that is going back to school that is a bit worried I think it's really nice what you said about kind of you know being calm just take a few breaths you know yeah there's nothing we can we we've just got to try and do this haven't we yeah being kind yeah. as well I think be kind be yeah. compassionate and just look after yourself that's just the biggest thing. Yeah, I think, yeah. and also, like you're saying, you know, trust that they are in safe hands. Um, a lot of the teachers have gone in school to get everything prepared. Yeah. You know, they really yeah. have got a lot of guidelines as well. Mm. Um, you know, and have a little bit of sympathy for teachers. Mm. I think that's what parents could do, mm. really, is to really think about they are getting in there prepared to take this on. And, you know, you're just, you're sending your child in there, but also... They've got like a lot of children coming in, haven't they? Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, some they've got like thirty odd children coming in, so yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I think you know, and in terms of you know, you know, your tips for a teacher who's listening to this, thinking, oh, you know, that does sound good. I am going to help myself this week is probably quite yeah. more heightened than most yeah. weeks. Um, so if there were three things I had to do, what are the three things I can do to help myself? Oh, I would definitely put a reminder in your phone. I know it sounds really silly, but to breathe. Yeah. That's something I do for me. Um, and it just brings me back down to earth, be focused on my breath. And it's like, okay, right, 
I've took a deep breath, nice big belly breath. Okay, I can carry on with things. So I, I do that uh, probably three times a day, except a little reminder on my phone. Um, just do some form of movement with your body as well. I talk about exercise. It doesn't have to be hardcore, strenuous workout for an hour. You know, you can just do a little bit here and there, maybe 10 minutes stretch in the morning, a 10 minute walk around the playground at break time and then 10 minute walking the dog you know something like that just to get some movement get your heart rate going um that's a good way and then my last one i would say to meditate and i know people are a bit like oh that's a bit out there it's a bit woo woo for me but honestly <laughs> it's just it's so nice to have that bit of quiet and calm um, there's so many different meditations out there. You know, you can get them free on YouTube. Just do a couple of minutes. Actually, one of the best ones is um, Laura, you know, from mm. Be Modern Tea. Yeah. She um, is on Insight, Insight Timer, Timer and yeah. I've been using it. Yeah. It's I, so yeah. good. So Insight good. Timer. And yeah. it's free. Yeah. It's free. You can pay to get courses yeah. and things like that, but I just use the free version and it's brilliant. Mm. And that will take you away from the what ifs, won't it? Yeah. You know, that's the thing about mm. it. Um, so Dina, you've really got to make some time on your school run. <laughs> okay, that's my <laughs> today. Dina, get up earlier, get to school on time. Sorry, get to school early so that you can park around the block. <laughs> that's my takeaway. So Jess, thank you so much. Um, oh, thank if you somebody wants to find you, a teacher, yeah. a parent, where can they find you? So on, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Jessica Joan Coach, J-O-A-N. Um, and I've got a private teacher group as well on Facebook. That's called Health and Wellness Coach for Teachers. Um, so yeah, you can reach out to me on there. And my email as well is jess at jessicajoan.uk. So and I look forward to hearing from you. In your private Facebook group, do you put recipes and things in there? Do you? Is there I haven't done a lot on nutrition. I've mainly focused on mental health, emotional well-being, and things at the moment. Um, and I do like a, a live weekly class in the group as well. So um, I am actually going to put a poll in the group this week to see what the teachers want. Um, so it, in future, I will. I will be looking at nutrition and snacks and things to keep your energy levels up during the day as well. So, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much. It's been really good chatting to you. And I think it's, it's nice just to talk to a teacher. Isn't it? I, think, yeah. I think parents should actually probably take time to do that, shouldn't they? <laughs> the other they forget we're human sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, like you've got your children go back to school this week go easy mm. um like yeah. jess says you know manage your what ifs because let's just give it a go mm. see what happens mm. we all want to try and get back to some normality yeah. um and just try and enjoy it enjoy having your time back a bit mm. i know dina is going to enjoy that <gasps> i certainly am <laughs> <laughs> um once again thank you jess and we oh, look thank you so much time thank Take you care. bye